Alright, time to talk about the clinical features of Marfan syndrome. Gotta love Marfan syndrome. <sighs> so we got some skeletal features. Uh, that includes arachnodactyly, aka long ass fingers. We have decreased upper to lower body segment ratio. To repeat, that's a decreased upper to lower body segment ratio, so the legs are longer. And an increased arm to height ratio, so the wingspan of a person is very large compared to the height. You also have pectus deformity, scoliosis, or kyphosis as a skeletal manifestation, and you also have joint hypermobility as a as a skeletal manifestation. Ocular complications, you have ectopia lentis. Cardiovascular, you have aortic dilation, regurgitation, or dissection. So again, for cardiovascular, you have aortic dilation, regurgitation, or dissection. And you can also have mitral valve prolapse. <sighs> As far as pulmonary manifestations go, you can have spontaneous pneumothorax from apical blebs. And as far as skin manifestations of Marfan syndrome go, you can have recurrent or incisional hernia, and you can also have striae of the skin. So imagine a patient has features of Marfanoid habitus consistent with underlying Marfan syndrome with a sudden onset neck and chest pain suggestive of acute aortic dissection. Marfan syndrome involves mutations that affect the extracellular matrix protein fibrillin 1 and result in disruption of connective tissue structural integrity throughout the body. So the connective tissue structural integrity has been disrupted due to fibrillin 1 fuckery because the mutation affected the extracellular matrix protein fibrillin 1. So that connective tissue structural integrity throughout the body is compromised. The effects of the disease on the aortic root are especially prominent and account for the majority of morbidity and mortality in these patients. Dissection, if it occurs, usually occurs before age 40. Aneurysmal aortic root dilation is extremely common in Marfan syndrome and occurs up to 80% of cases. It can frequently lead to chronic aortic regurge identifiable by an early decrescendo diastolic murmur, best heard at the right upper sternal border. So to repeat that, aneurysmal aortic root dilation is very common in Marfan syndrome and can frequently lead to chronic aortic regurge, identified by an early decrescendo diastolic murmur best heard at the right upper sternal border. If it's left untreated, the aneurysmal dilation can progress to a type A aortic dissection that can extend to involve the aortic valve annulus, further impairing aortic valve closure and resulting in acute aortic regurge. The mortality rate for a type A aortic dissection is high and treatment requires emergent surgical repair. So 
we are remembering the type A versus type B aortic dissection, and so the type A's are going to be occurring before the arch, and then B's are going to occur after the arch. So the aneurysmal dilation that occurs in Marfan syndrome can progress to the type A aortic dissection that can extend to involve the aortic valve annulus, and so that further impairs the aortic valve closure and it results in acute aortic regurgitation. So the educational objective for this one was that aortic root disease is the predominant cause of morbidity and mortality in patients with Marfan syndrome. Most patients have aneurysmal aortic root dilation that can progress to cause chronic aortic regurgitation or type A aortic dissection. If dissection occurs, it is usually prior to age 40 and it is a surgical emergency that may be complicated by acute aortic regurgitation. So, all in all, aortic root disease is the predominant cause of morbidity and mortality in patients with Marfan syndrome.